Hi, welcome back. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cole. And this is Control AC. Control AC is the podcast where we talk about TikTok's timer ticking. Alliteration. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is uh, TikTok's in trouble. But yeah, we will talk about that later. But first, first, we want to start off by questioning the moon. So we've talked about um, phone companies being sketchy, you know, like Xiaomi, Apple, you know, they're all they're all they all have their like caveats and stuff. As yeah, to why they're, they're not all, perfect. They all use AI to solve problems, some kind of problem. So with the S20 Ultra, Samsung introduced space zoom. So on the S20 Ultra, it was 100 times zoom which was like 10x optical mm -hmm. that could zoom in really, really far. Uh, and it could zoom to the moon, which was in like the every, moon in quotations. the moon in quotations. Every commercial they had was like, you can take a pretty good picture of the moon with this. So the problem is when you zoom in a hundred times on a phone, it's a pretty blurry photo. It's pretty terrible. It's not great. So, they solved that with AI. Mm -hmm. The problem is, it sounds kind of bad once you actually see what they're doing. So basically, there was a post on Reddit that showed a picture of the moon taken from a Samsung smartphone at 100 times mm -hmm. zoom, like from the viewfinder, and yeah. it's really blurry. And then there's one after they clicked the scene optimizer. Mm-hmm. And it's like a completely different moon. <laughs> so, so basically, they're overlaying a picture of the actual moon on your picture. Just to make it look... The AI is AIing too much. Yeah. Task felt successfully, so I guess? the picture that you're seeing with your scene optimizer isn't actually the moon. Well, it is, but like, it's a fake... It's not your picture of the moon. It's not yours. It's a fake picture. I feel like it makes sense if the AI scanned the moon and just made it sharper. Yeah. Like the picture that you took made it and sharpened the image itself, not overlay. And it kind of does that, but like it gives it additional like craters yeah. and it gives it more detail. I don't think it should add any detail. I think it should just add quality. Yeah. Like pixel count and stuff. Like just re like upscale it basically samsung responded and said that identifying the moon is done with an ai deep learning model um, and then it uses their ai detail enhancement <laughs> engine to take a bunch of photos of the moon it's normal hdr stuff overexposed photo underexposed photo merge them all together but i don't know this is kind of sketchy yeah imagine nvidia's come a long way in their ai imagine if they made like a good smartphone with ray tracing like like they had like a 120 hertz screen like a 4k 120 hertz oled screen thin bezel like thin just like a good phone like not some chunky like rog gaming but phone. like a 3050 in there no just even like even still if they use their if they just got better at making like just general processing chips instead of graphics because mm -hmm. the chip that's used in the nintendo switch is made by nvidia it's the apu that's the um cpu and gpu combined mm -hmm. and it's it's all right but imagine if they just made that but like a hundred times better like probably intel or like qualcomm level right 
Yeah. And they they get a good APU that could drive a 120 hertz OLED screen. Is there a laptop made by NVIDIA yet? I don't think that it's NVIDIA, like not necessarily not just like NVIDIA. everything by them. It's yeah. like just branded NVIDIA inside the little yeah. sticker. <laughs> um. But. So basically, I saw I saw a tweet that said if you want a picture of the moon, just Google a picture of the moon because it said the moon that you see on your phone is the same moon that the scientists see with their telescopes. Like it's all the same thing. If you want yeah. a picture of it, just grab one off the internet. And it's the same thing. But better. But better. Because it's not fake. Unless. And that's not a hundred times zoomed in on a smartphone. Unless the, like, all space telescopes just use Samsung's AI moon detection. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you know you can take pictures of the moon on your iPhone? You can. You can now. I mean, you've been able to, but, like, people are just now, like, I don't want to say just now learning how, but. It's the video mode, right? No, you just change a bunch. You just change some exposure settings, and you change like the that. Yeah, you, you have to drag down settings. exposure a bunch, or it's just a white fluffy yeah. ball. Yeah, at but least it's, it's not cool. fake, though. Yeah, at least it's not fake, and it like it doesn't look bad either. No, it doesn't because it's not a hundred times zoomed in or faked. But yeah, kind of just a little cool side. Note. And then Samsung also has a photo remaster feature, where it will, you know, like unblur a photo fix a spot on someone's face all that stuff so someone did this to their oh. seven month old baby and it straight up just gave the baby teeth it just replaced the tongue with teeth there's like slobber on the baby's lips and it just like took all that off smoothed out the baby's face and then gave him teeth it looks like an alien. <laughs> it's really creepy. It is creepy. It's cool that it can do that, but it's creepy. Yeah. It gives you like more detail on your face. It It's kind of, it's not the actual photo. Because now you're just faking stuff on the photo, which leads us to the question, what is a photo? Yeah. So the 20, what was it? 2017 iPad Pro commercial had the world ask what is a computer mm -hmm. now we're asking what is a photo what is a so photo the photo you're actually taking from your phone is not what you see in front of you from like the sky to the grass like it's all ai it's not and image actually processing what you're seeing. yeah it's all image processing that's how um keep in mind that it looks good but it's not yeah it's just not life. what you're actually seeing yeah. that's why apple and google can make like such a good photo year over year with the same sensor because mm -hmm. it's just all ai improvement because it not only like it there's ai now like a lot more of it and then image processing and then there's automatic sharpening sharpness sharpening <laughs> automatic hdr there's just a lot of aspects of the photo that are just constantly being changed that aren't real life so is the photo that you see in your camera app actually what you took a picture of debatable so, i guess technically by light scanning it's what you tech like i guess look at but it's not the details in like composition of the picture itself that's not the same it's like this is adding teeth to a baby but that's ai changing face. i mean i don't know it's weird ai is weird speaking of ai speaking of it goodness <laughs> there's so much God, ai in God. this episode so let's run through this gtp4 is out GPT. not chat gpt4 yeah, just but gpt4 which is the model that chat gpt runs on Basically, it's really good 
uh, with analyzing pictures now, which is kind of cool. That's really good because that's one thing GPT-3 can't do is I have image and text recognition. Right. So the example is uh, this guy put a picture of his fridge, like the contents of his fridge into chat GPT running GPT-4. And he said, what are a couple of meals I can make with this? Mm -hmm. And then it just gives you meals. So it can actually recognize what's in the photo. This is awesome, but also incredibly dangerous. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Like imagine um, like somebody takes a picture picture of like what? Fertilizer and what's the other part of that puzzle? Gasoline. What do I need to complete this puzzle? Yeah. Like it. Wait, Especially with social engineering wait. too, that you can do to this stuff, because it's not smart. It's not quite smart enough to outsmart so, like the social engineering of, like mixing up questions and stuff to convince right. it that it's not wrong. So we know that students around the country use this to cheat. Mm -hmm. It's been on headlines everywhere. So now you can just take a picture. Of a test. Hey, solve this test and show all your work. Solve the test and show work write or solve these essay questions and cite your sources because what are they gonna say sorry your math is ai <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you solve this math problem with ai no that's kind of wow G G uh, gpt x equals zero <laughs> uh it's better at plan playing with language now like you can ask it for lists of words that start with some letter and i guess mm -hmm. this is the example and it's better at that. It can process more text, which is cool. And then it's also better. <laughs> I didn't even. It's better at taking tests. Like the SAT, the LSAT, ACT. Yeah, like it scored. Um, it scored a B on AP Environmental Science. So it. Let's see. What did it pass? It passed. Oh, no, that's GPT-3. GPT-4, SAT, it got like a 95. It's not a 95 on the Percent. SAT. Like 95%, right? It's not like a four-digit number. But... Got it. AP US government, 92, <laughs> I think. It's a bar graph. So, like, mm. that's crazy, though. So like we, we've we've talked about this before, but like the future of college is mm -hmm. just chat GPT. I feel especially. like our, I feel like our like just the world of tech in general is just slowly getting better but collapsing the rest of the world in its wake. It like, just means that no one has to think. Not at all. Like we are gonna need surgery and they're gonna have to pull out their laptop, open GPT seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, hey, this part, just take a picture, but you'll die. Like, you won't have enough time. <laughs> How to complete open heart surgery with steps. Like, the thought of, like, memorization is just, like, going away. The thought of, or the... Like... Well, that's already happened with math. Like, as soon as we got smartphones, you just do quick math on your calculator Even app. without, before smartphones, calculators have existed for a very long time. Yeah, but, I mean, you wouldn't carry one everywhere you go. Exactly, unless you had that kind of job. Yeah, so now, like, you don't write it out on a napkin anymore. You just go to your phone. Yeah. But now you don't have to, like, do research anymore. 
you got you i mean eventually you could model. just you could input all of your parameters for your budget enter how much you make a month and just be like make my budget for me i guarantee we can do that right now and then just have it i want to try that really quickly this will take like two minutes keep talking say like make a simple budget for me if Here, i watch. make here's, eight thousand a month here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna make my annual salary is what like what's the average in the u.s it's like we're just gonna go with qt managers 32k a year average u.s summary or salary <laughs> it is fifty-five thousand. Fifty-five thousand. okay mm -hmm. My annual salary is fifty-five thousand a year. I pay for gasoline in a vehicle, in a, in a small vehicle. I live in a small apartment. For small. Make a budget. I'm for gonna me. say small SUV. Um. That gets twenty-three miles or uh, twenty-three miles per gallon average with. A 22 gallon gas tank and then how much should i budget for gas a month how much should i budget for gas each month considering the average cost per gallon 11 is... or 12 miles away 12 miles away straight highway and gas is 350 a gallon and gas is $3.50 a gallon. Okay. My annual salary is 55 k a year. I pay for gasoline at a small SUV that gets 23 miles per gallon average with a 22-gallon tank. How much should I budget for gas each month considering I work 12 miles away, straight highway, and a gas away, straight highway, and gas is three fifty a gallon? Okay. Okay, assuming you commute to work five days a week and you make a round trip of 24 miles each day, that up to a total of 120 miles per week or 480 miles per month. To calculate your monthly gas expense, you need to know how many gallons of gas you use for that distance, which can be calculated as follows. 480 miles divided by 23 miles per gallon equals 20.87 gallons of gas per month. Okay, I don't well. Think that's, I don't think that's right. You are also on GP, GPT-3. So all this GTP. Oh wait, that's okay. Hold on. So that's like your average price of gas, right? So it's, or that's your average thing. And then since your car is a twenty-two gallon tank, you'll need to fill it up about once a month. Oh, this is assuming that I only drive to work. Oh. Therefore, your monthly gas expense can be calculated as follows: twenty point eight seven gallons times three point five per gallon equals seventy-three dollars a month. So anyway, I guess eventually with GTP four, you could just like take a picture of your. I don't know. I'm sure if you wait, just like... you could take a picture of your contract and then ask it, would I be violating this contract by, and then it would answer it. Like, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. I think we should stop going down the rabbit hole here because <laughs> it will, it will never end. GTP four is currently GTP <laughs> four. You said the same thing. What GTP <laughs> It's GPT GPT four. Wait, I'm going to ask chat GPT what it's called. <laughs> Uh, G GPT-4 is currently available with GPT+. Plus. So if you pay, isn't it like 20 a month? Yeah, 20 bucks a month, you can have access to this. So...
Yeah, it's kind of cool. Also very terrifying. Yeah, it OpenAI is also expanding its capabilities to and now yeah. browse the web. Did you see that a little while ago with GPT-3, somebody convinced ChatGPT to write code that let ChatGPT control their computer? No way. Yes. It's terrifying, dude. But yeah. Now they can use the internet. And that's Which been the worse. roadblock before because it's limited to knowledge like before 2021. Mm -hmm. But now it can use the internet. So you could just, it's turned into a search engine now. Eventually, this could be the death of Google if Bard can't keep up. <laughs> Which it can't. So that's something to watch. And then Google, uh, meanwhile, announced a bunch of AI features for uh, Google Workspace. So in Gmail and Docs and all that, you have a bunch of AI features. You can like summarize emails in Gmail with these AI features. You can proofread in Google Docs and rewrite stuff. You can use auto-generated images and audio in Google Slides. You can have new backgrounds in Meet. You can have like new workflow AI things in Google chat, just all that stuff still rolling out. I haven't seen this for me yet. Maybe you have to pay for this, but that will be good to watch. Cause that rivals Microsoft's thing. Their whole yeah. chat GPT and Microsoft word. Never have to write a paper again thing. Okay. So we're going to take a break and then we'll talk about TikTok's timer ticking down. Control-AC is sponsored by The Complete Backyard. The Complete Backyard is a custom outdoor living space design and build company. So basically, you show them your idea for your ideal dream outdoor living space. They will help you the whole process, and then they will build it. So they can do outdoor kitchens, pergolas, general living spaces. They do hot tubs, pools, anything in your backyard they've got. For a consultation, you can reach out to them at thecompletebackyard.com. Okay, so TikTok is still in trouble. Um, like we said, TikTok's are, timer is ticking down. <laughs> there are accusations that they are harvesting U.S. users' data, giving that to the Chinese government. Not ideal. Xiao Chu, TikTok's CEO, arrived in the U.S. He testified in front of Congress, and it went the same way every other tech CEO testifying in front of Congress goes. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of like the way TikTok does things, but like I feel so bad for this dude. <laughs> so basically, he's up there trying to make his case, right? And he ends up just like every other CEO, specifically Sundar Pichai, Google's CEO. Mm -hmm. He walks into the same trap every time because, listen, our congressmen do not exactly know anything about technology. They, they're not the most tech-savvy people. So they'll ask us, what they think is a very simple question. In reality, it's a complex question and they just want a yes or no answer. Mm -hmm. And the CEO can't really answer either way because either way, it's kind of a trap. Because if he says, so, okay, just play the clip really quickly. Here's the we'll clip. Under, we'll tell you why. So this is uh, Richard Hudson, Republican from North Carolina. Mr. Chu, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry, I may not understand the. So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to to access the network to get connections to the internet. If that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Co Congressman, that we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. 
Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. Okay, I'd appreciate it if you can answer that. So we're laughing at just like the sheer like <laughs> knowledge, like un like zero amount of knowledge that some people have about technology. So you can see where he's coming from. So he says, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? So I think what he's trying to say is, does TikTok like control things on your Wi-Fi? Right. Like, does it, can it access can it like, your what is, like your doorbell camera? Yeah, can, can it, access it see your TV? what is connected to your Wi-Fi? Can it control anything connected to your Wi-Fi? Any, I mean, if you read the question though, and you're a tech savvy person, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? Well, duh. Yes. If you have Wi-Fi on your it's phone, it's connected then yes. to. It's got to reach the internet. But Shaochu can't say yes because then it makes it then to the representative. It makes it look like t TikTok can control your Wi-Fi. It's a lose-lose situation, no matter how he answers this. Yeah. And this is only the first one. So then, then there's a second one. Let me play this. Okay, let's play this. Yes or no? Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to user, U.S. user data? So there, there's the question. Do ByteDance employees, ByteDance owns TikTok, yeah. have access to users' data? Which they do. What he means is, is like do they, phone data, is like, your like phone number, your pictures, your emails, contacts. your contacts, texts. But to a tech-savvy person, access to user data means algorithm feeding and what data. you gave the app whenever you signed it's up it's your preferences your the things you watch on tiktok it's your account settings and the algorithm that runs right so again lose lose situation today all um us user data is stored by default in the oracle cloud infrastructure and access to that is controlled do any by american employees in china including engineers currently have access to us data uh, Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex uh, topic. Today, all data. Yes, yes, no, it's not that complex. Uh, yes, it's not no, that complex. Do they have access to user data? We have after Project Texas is done. The answer is no. Today, there is yes, still some so data that we need. Yes, to meet. But we've heard already. So the poor guy is trying to answer the question, and the congressman is just like yes or no. It's like. What do you want for breakfast? Toast or pizza? Yes or no. <laughs> like it's it's a you can't answer with a yes or no. Does it because access, it's a yes and a no? You, you he's trying to specify what user data they're accessing. Is there U.S. user data being accessed by TikTok? Of course there is. Is it the data that U.S. Congress thinks? No, probably. They're not. asking, is it pulling data from your phone? That's right. what it's at. That would be a better question. It does TikTok pull other data from your phone that's not specified in the app's terms of service you can't answer this question with a yes or no correct like you can't there's no way <laughs> I, I feel so bad for this dude i'm never starting a tech company yeah it's just it's the same with mark zuckerberg sundar pachai tim cook they wouldn't let any of them talk it's very difficult to do this um and then i saw a clip from the verge cast and Neli was saying the app, like to the Wi-Fi part, the Wi-Fi mm -hmm. point, he said the app is already on your phone. <laughs> like all of your most sensitive data 
is on your phone with the app. He said, what are you going to get off of my Wi-Fi network? Like my Roku? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what TikTok would, you, would do with your Wi-Fi network that they can't just pull off of your phone. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just poorly worded questions. And everyone on Twitter was like, well, yeah, TikTok is now getting banned because they asked, does it store user data? Well, yeah. And then Congress is like, oh, well, there you go. Ban it. They don't really, they won't let the poor CEO talk. So it's not looking good for TikTok, but it's not really their fault. No. Unless th- it comes out that they're actually like harvesting. If that, then that's different. U.S. data. I mean, like sending U.S. user data to the government is not good. No. We're not saying that. We're just saying that's not what they're asking. They're asking these pretty simple questions about the app, and Xiaoxu isn't able to answer yeah. them. Also, a lot of politicians use TikTok. Like, the Biden administration has done campaigns on TikTok. Which is super hypocritical. AO- He's the president. You know? A- and AOC specifically is on TikTok. Like, these big-name politicians get a lot from this plot i don't know yeah we'll see we'll see yeah that's re- you know what else we wanted to see air, air power. power dude i i listen. i don't remember what podcast or video i was listening to but it like he got i think it was luke miani he got like a um prototype of the air power yeah it would be so cool so, so cool in fact <laughs> that tesla made it when the iphone 8 came out iphone 8 and iphone 10 were the same event mm-hmm. when that came out they introduced air power it's a big wireless charging mat with a bunch of coils that charge your phone wherever you put it so basically in a normal wireless charger you have one charging coil mm-hmm. and like that's why safe. when you yeah that's why when you set your phone down the wrong way it doesn't charge until you move it with air power it had like 18 coils all overlapping all of the coils would overlap, so wherever you put your phone, it would just charge. Yeah. The problem with that is that it overheated, <laughs> and I think one caught fire or something, but they had to scrap the whole thing after years of working on it. Because they, ne- they never went into production. No. Nomad actually pulled this off. Did they? They have the Base Station Pro, I think, and that has overlapping coils. It's like covered in wood and leather and stuff, but that charges your phone the same way. That actually works. So now Tesla has done it. And this actually looks really clean. So Tesla has a wireless charging platform that looks like it's from the center console of a Cybertruck. It's like boxy and metal and all that. It, it looks like a box. It, it doesn't look bad, though. You can charge three devices on it. So Two like phones watch, and your AirPods. Watch phone AirPods? Uh, not an Apple Watch, but any Qi-enabled watch. Mm-hmm you can toss on there and it works well because it has the coils that overlap and they did it like apple couldn't pull this off and tesla just did it with spare cyber truck parts not actually we don't know that for sure the the verge said that uh it doesn't actually overheat when you're doing it so i mean i wonder if the back has like a grill or something to keep it it probably does um but it's it's 1.6 pounds it's like a hefty boy Mm -hmm. it's also 300 bucks okay hot take but i don't think that's a terrible price for that the base station pro is like 250 if you break it down it's 100 bucks per wireless charger 
because you can charge three devices. Which honestly, I would pay for. Like if it is if, if it's good, then I would pay for that. Well, it's seven point five watts on an iPhone. Oh, that's terrible. Because it's not MagSafe, so it's a slow charge. Honestly, this is more of like a conversation starter centerpiece in your house. When someone's like, charge your phone, you just say, throw it down on the Cybertruck panel, and then it charges. Or like something you can just have like to charge it overnight. Yeah. Just for battery like health. 300 bucks. Okay. 300 bucks, the speed isn't great. But Samsung devices and most other wireless-enabled Android They charge really faster. Well. Yeah. Because what's the AirPod charging speed? It's just Qi, isn't it? Or is I don't it... even know what the AirPod charging what is speed it? is. The... It's whatever the watch charger speed is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably like 15 to 20 watts or something like that. But air power was like the benchmark of charging innovation, mm -hmm. and Tesla has surpassed that. Speaking of benchmarks, you all have, if you've uh, specced a PC. Or like ever watched a tech video, they Where, where always, they build a PC. Like always benchmark the computer with a couple games. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Cyberpunk 2077, and CSGO. But CSGO is almost, like, what, 20 years old CSGO release date? It's pretty old. It came out in 2012. It's over. It's 11 years old. Same game, same 2012 graphics, nothing's changed. But, but it's tried and true yeah. as a benchmark game. It's a great CPU testing benchmark game. So now they're coming out with Counter-Strike 2. <laughs> it's just a new version of the most one of the most popular games Yeah, and it's still history. free. All right. Yeah. So it's it's free. It's on everything. It and looks good. Too. I think it's the there's a like the same map. There's an overpass map. I mean, you I'm can sure see it. It looks much maps. better in CS2. It looks so. a lot like GTA style graphics. Honestly, yeah. So anyway. Oh wait. Wait. Are these two the same? That's the little slider. Oh no. Okay, I got it. Yeah. No. It looks looks RTX enabled GTA. <laughs> Basically. It doesn't look bad though. I like that a lot. So now we have a new game to benchmark yeah. computers by. Speaking of benchmarking computers, we get to our final story. So <sighs> I y'all probably know if you've listened to any of the Riper other episodes. Um kind of a Linus Tech Tips fanboy, right? There's a YouTube channel called linus tech tips ltt mm -hmm. part Which, of the channel empire that is LNG. linus media group and they they have multiple channels they have t t linus tech tips they have mac address they have tech quickie they have short circuit tech address they, yeah they have a lot all but of them were hacked all of them except for mac address were hacked so uh on th thursday Around lunchtime, I saw a Verge article that said the Linus Tech Tips YouTube hack is the latest in a line of crypto scam breaches. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, I go to YouTube, LTT is gone. Yeah. And he has how many subscribers? Like 15 million? 15.3 million. And the whole channel was gone. So he was pretty silent on Twitter, actually, which surprised me. They posted a bunch of memes about their own channel while it was being hacked. But basically, it was hacked. The name of the channel was changed to, like, Tesla. And then they started posting uh, crypto scam Elon Musk videos to get people to send this 
account Bitcoin. This is not the first time this has happened. This is a popular thing. John Prosser's YouTube channel, uh, Front Page Tech, FPT, that was hacked a couple months ago. And it that like the same thing happened. It was a Elon Musk crypto scam. And then YouTube yeah. eventually gave him the channel back. But Linus posted a video this morning actually explaining how it was hacked. Yes, they did. Which it was, was interesting. interesting. We'll put a link to that in the description. But it basically said, um, when you go to a website and log in, and then you go back to the website, you're still logged in because you have a session token, mm -hmm. which is like a cookie that says that you're still logged into this website. So basically, they uh, the hackers sent Linus Tech Tips uh, a ad sponsor offer in the form of a PDF. And <clears throat> Colton, someone uh, from LMG opened that file on their computer it n nothing happened per the video so he just kind of went on with his day in about 30 minutes said it basically made a copy of his entire browser and sent it back to the hackers the hackers having a copy of the browser had that session token so they just went to youtube.com and they were logged in yep and then they started uploading their crypto scam videos so I think this is still, is it still YouTube's fault? I, I think so. Because this has happened several times for several big YouTube channels, and there's not really a way to protect against this. Because mm -mm. Linus said this bypasses 2FA. This bypasses whatever password you have. So it's, I mean, if you know how to get this session token, you can kind of do this for anyone as long as they open that PDF. Yeah. Why they targeted Linus Tech Tips, I don't know. Because it's a massive channel with a great user base that would fall for something like this. Or I guess would I, fall They for wouldn't, like though. I mean, I would target, like, honestly, I'd target Mark Rober. Yeah. Well, no, but Mark Rober does a lot of tech scam-like stuff. No, but he does. I don't know. Maybe the fact that he covers scams would make it seem more. Yeah. Believable. I don't know. I mean, if, he, if they targeted Mr. Beast, like, YouTube would actually care yeah but they don't care about linus nope. but anyway anyways if you if you work if you're a scammer and you want to explain to us how you do this anonymously of course yeah we'd love to know how this works because this is really i mean you shouldn't do this but like this is pretty impressive mm -hmm. that one can actually take over a youtube channel this efficiently yeah on that note if you want to reach out to us anonymously you can reach out to us on the platform with the absolute freest of speech that's not getting banned that does not steal your wi-fi user data twitter i'm at utterly drew and i'm at cold ww web we will see you next week bye guys